1887, a group of former slaves ventured into Mississippi swampland, beating back blizzards, mosquitoes, and wild animals to form what would become the first all-black town in America. Mound Bayou had its own government, hospital, schools, even a zoo. Like so many other small towns across America, Mound Bayou's population has dwindled over the past decades. We went to see what the town is like today. I'm Brilliant Bow. I'm Rose Gilbert. Welcome to Jewel of the Delta. In Mississippi, high school football is king. Up until their schools merged, the towns of Mound Bayou and Shelby were longtime rivals. Many thought the teams wouldn't be able to come together. But winning smooths out differences, and the new combined team, the Northside Gators, are undefeated. With the final game of the regular season coming up, students aren't thinking about past tensions. They have only one thing on their mind, a state championship. Mallory Williamson and Jeffers Guthrie report. It's Spirit Week in Northside, and the halls are a sea of orange and blue. Football runs deep in this school and in this community. It's been that way since Northside's coach, Tavares Johnson, played 30 years ago. We had factories. They had to shut down on Friday night. They, they, they literally had to shut their doors on Friday night because everybody was going to the game. In that respect, not much has changed. Many other things have, though. The consolidation of Broad Street and John F. Kennedy High Schools wiped their storied rivalry off the map. Playing together has been an adjustment, but in their nine games this season, Northside has scored over 300 points and allowed only 20. But DeVay Seabury, a former JFK player, remembers what he's lost to get here. He keeps a reminder of his time as a JFK Hornet in his bedroom. I feel it every day, every day. And I got the jersey hanging up on my wall. But he's also moved on. Today he's wearing an orange and blue Gators Letterman jacket and a matching beanie. This school right here, I think like it's a good thing that we combine because it's, like, it's a new opportunity. One of the biggest perks of combining is the crowd at the team's games. That's a change from last year when parental support in the crowd was sparse. Grown folks from Shebby, man, but you know, they weren't still happy with the fact that we combined. There are still holdouts. Many Mound Bayou residents, including its mayor, won't attend Northside games. But most people couldn't stay away for long. And now that the team is winning, many in both communities are setting aside their differences to support the new school. Football is really like this community. Like, it's the sport, you know, because we have, we have a lot of fans and all that. So it's really, they plus we winning this year, so it's really like a community sport. But it goes beyond just winning. Coach Johnson's mom had never missed one of his games as a coach or player. Only last week, when she was hospitalized, was she not on the field to support her son. The first game she's ever missed was uh, our last home game. You know, and uh, we have a thing that we do every time we score a touchdown. I look over, she she parks in the same spot. I look over and give her a thumbs up and she'll, I know she give me a thumbs up back. But when she wasn't on the field, that time, I mean, for the last home game, that kind of, I mean, that really hurt me real bad because she hadn't missed a game that I've coached or played. And I've been coaching for a long time, and I played ball for a long time. 
It's not just his mom. Coach Johnson's younger son is a senior on the team. His older son is the assistant coach. His wife is the team manager. In Mississippi, football is tradition. It's community. It's family. The brakes of the yellow school bus Coach Johnson is driving screech to a stop as he reaches the edge of the team's practice field. Driving the bus is yet another responsibility he's taken on at Northside. As he opens the doors, the field goes silent. It's clear Coach Johnson commands respect. Johnson insists that his players apply their on-field discipline to the classroom. At the school where he last coached, this emphasis helped change the school's culture. When I got there, the team was one, one and nine, I believe. And they were about to close the doors of the school because of academics. You know, everybody thought I was crazy with taking the job because, because of those circumstances, but I was always like a challenge. We came in, established our program, established our tutoring program. I just worked alongside with the teacher. Next thing you know, we win two state championships back-to-back, 47-0, and we went from an F to a B. The school dramatically improved, both in academics and athletics, and it came from Coach Johnson's investment in his players as students. Many teachers support him, including Miss Humphrey, an eighth-grade teacher at Northside. She believes a lot of the controversy over consolidation started with parents at home. I think it's all started with the parents from the beginning. You know, they hear negativity at home, they feed off of it, and then they bring it here to school. Even with roots in both towns, the closing of JFK didn't really bother her. It, it, didn't, it didn't matter to me at all, because we're here for one purpose, and that's to move the test scores, move the school level up, and to teach the kids. But for the most part, um, the students, they have come together, and they get along, and they are working together as a team. Not everyone has come together. Some students refuse to even attend the new high school. Oh, this was another elective uh, oh, uh, automotives. automotives and uh, carpentry. Kylan Hooker and Kiara Lee are two former JFK students visiting the campus again for the first time. Stripped of its JFK signs, the building looks naked and empty. But it's not. After he closed the school, the superintendent made the building his new office. But his staff occupies only a small portion of the space, leaving the cafeteria and almost all the classrooms deserted. As Kylan and Kiara walk around, they peer into the empty spaces, reminiscing and talking about what they miss. Neither attends Northside. Both chose to go to different schools after consolidation. Neither of them plays sports. They were more academic, as they say. And maybe because of that, They've struggled to find the home and community they had at JFK. Being challenged by our teachers because yes. in this community, our teachers would care about us, and like because in this this is a small community, and so our teachers know us personally. They know our parents and all of that. So Even after two years, they still resent the school superintendent's decision. I mean, I feel as if as a, another African American to take something so rich and vital in the community because Mount Bayou is a small town and it, this is the powerhouse of Mount Bayou and like and for you to just take that away. Kylan sighs as he looks out across the nearly empty parking lot that used to be filled with students and school buses. It hurts, he says.
So start in second, then about four on the play. It's a cold Friday night in the last game of the season. The Northside Gators are facing off against the O'Bannon Greenways. The field is a bit muddy from rain the day before, so the Gators get off to a bit of a slow start with a few drop passes. But after a couple minutes, it's pretty clear that the visitors don't stand a chance. When the final whistle blows, and you can wrap this one in blue and on, Gators! 34, the visitor, the Gators celebrate their perfect 10-0 season by diving into the pools of water in the corner of the end zone, hooting and hollering as they come out soaked in brown mud. In the post-win frenzy, there's no distinction between where the students come from, Shelby or Mount Bayou. The section of fans egging them on is similarly mixed, Mount Bayouans cheering alongside Shelbyans. It's a testament to how football has started to heal the fracture between these two towns. This is Mallory Williamson and Jeffers Guthrie for Jewel of the Delta. The Gators won their next three games in dominating fashion, outscoring their opponents 164-8. to On December 7th, they arrived at the state championship game facing the Taylorsville Tartars. The Gators lost 48-18. to Special thanks to the students, teachers, and families at Northside High School. In our next episode, we look at why healthy eating is harder than you might expect in a region known for its rich farmland. You're listening to Jewel of the Delta. I had a mom.